Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. You have to stop this. Chapter 35. Secret series by pseudonymous Bosch. Book number five. Other side. Pietro's trailer was small and simply furnished with a cot-sized bed, a card table, and a sink and a mini fridge for a kitchen. The only person, the only personal touch was an old banged up bureau painted with dragons and other shinisery that looked like it had traveled the world as indeed it had on top of Pietro's top hat which was looking a bit past its prime the hat tilted to the side as if engaged in conversation with its invisible partner Pietro was sitting at the card table when they entered his eyes were red and his hair and mustache were even more bedraggled than usual. It looked as though he hadn't slept. On the table in front of him were the old circus ticket, a play ball, advertising for Bergamo Brothers, and the mandolin rose vial that Dr. L had given him, the last remaining scent, scent instrument from the Symphony of Smells. He smiled at the edge of smiled at the sight of the Turkish members ah cassandra max ernest i forgot you were coming i forgot you were coming he said standing should i make some espresso ah that's okay said max ernest we don't really drink espresso ah right i forgot you're so young but if there's more hot chocolate Cass cut him off you can have hot chocolate later all business Cass pushed aside the the circus ticket at the playbill and then she opened her backpack and laid three objects on the table in front of Pietro. The tuning fork, the double monocle, and the ring of Thoth. Pietro raised his bushy eyebrow. Aha! Well done! Mr. Wallace will be, he will be very happy. He will put these things in an archive, along with the sound of prison and the last vial of the Symphony of Smells. There he can do more. no more mischief, I hope. His eyes twinkled briefly, unless you can steal it back again. Taste, sight, touch, hearing, smell. Oh, there's no sound, she didn't say. Max Ernest folded his arms. One object of every sense. Taste, sight, oh, hearing, duh, sound. Um, one object for every sense. Pietro smiled at himself, very astute. There was an awkward silence that were all... They were all standing. Pietro had not asked his guest to sit. He looked at them with heavy eyes. Is there anything else? Uh, Max Ernest didn't know what to say. The question was so unlike Pietro. Usually, Pietro was almost as chatty as Max Ernest was, but he seemed very much that he was trying to end the visit. Yeah, there is, Cass said stiffly. I have to ask you something, and I want you to tell me the truth. I always tell the truth when I can. 
When you made us swear the oath of Turkis, when you told me that the secret I was a secret keeper and finding out the secret was the most important thing in the world, when we were fighting the Midnight Sun all that time, she broke off trembling. It was almost hard to say. Yes? Did you know the you-know-what? She said she stopped herself. She was the use of hiding the name anymore. What was the use of hiding the name anymore? Did you know that the secret was a joke? I'm sorry, I don't understand, said Pietro. Well, I don't understand either, declared Cass angrily. She started describing her experience with the mummy. Pietro raised his hand before he could tell, she could tell what the mummy said. Please do not repeat his words. You know the secret has power. Why? It's a joke. It doesn't mean anything. Are you sure? Cass laughed de derivously. Oh, derisively. Do you think... So you think it's serious? You wouldn't if you knew it. The old magician shrugged. Maybe. Or maybe those things. The jokes and, are the jokes and the serious. They are not as different as you might think. Max Ernest looked confused. That doesn't make any sense. Something serious and a joke, they're not. They're opposites. All of a sudden, all of his study, all of his studies of jokes, this one was a conclusion he had considered incontroverbial incontroverbial okay as he was concerned his problem in the past that had taken jokes far too seriously think about it if the secret is a joke it's not only a joke said pietro or another way of another way if the biggest secret in the world is a joke jokes must be a lot more important than you thought I still don't understand, said Cass. I know, Cassandra. I'm and I'm sorry. But I am I can but can we please continue this conversation another time? It is very important. Yes, but he trailed off. There were tears in his eyes. What? What is wrong? As mad as Cass was with her uneasy to see the old magician cry, it was it took the self righteous umph. Off out of her anger. Dr. L, it's my brother. Dr. L, what did he do now? Asked Max Ernest. Is he mad because we got out of his trap? He has done nothing. He has died. Oh, said Max Ernest. He and Cass were silent. As you know, fatal illnesses and disasters were the respective specialties, but death itself left them speechless. After after you two saw my brother, he stopped taking those evil elixirs, said Pietro. I think he wanted to prove to me he was true. He was done with the midnight sun, and he came for a last visit and looked very old. Very, very old. He could hardly speak, and then this morning, he is no more. His eyes filled again with tears. I only wish they had gotten to tell him. Uh, got to tell him that I knew he had changed, that I knew he was sorry. I hate to think that he left me, not knowing that I believed that, that I forgive him. I guess you still loved him a lot, said Cass. Pietro nodded and opened the door for them. The visit was over. Do not worry much for me. I will see him again soon, and I'm sure, I'm sure, said Pietro, ushering them out. Cass stopped short. She looked stricken. You're not dying too. Oh, no, he said, reassuring. I met on Liatro Lato. Where is that? Max Ernest said. Is that in Italy? 
Pietro smiled through his tears. It's very, it's everywhere and nowhere. It's a place that you cannot touch. Lietro Lotto, the other side. He closed the door with his with a tad more force than he, than he perhaps intended. Cass and Max Ernest stood outside of the trailer, brains churning. The other side said. Max Ernest repeated, turning to Cass. The other side. That's the answer, isn't it? I mean, that's the secret or the riddle. I mean, it's the chicken joke, not which came first, the chicken or the egg. That's why the chicken. Why did the chicken cross the road to get to the other side? How could I not have thought of that? But Cass didn't answer. She was lost in her thoughts. Pietra's words still reverberating in her head as well. On the other side, on the other side. Perhaps Pietra was right, and the mummy wasn't telling a joke. She thought not only a joke, but what if the joke joke's not the whole secret? Said Cass in a rush. What if the secret is on the other side? Or how to get to the other side? Or maybe it's like even something on the other side. What are you saying? I just figured the joke out. Now you're saying that it's not the secret after all. Max Ernest couldn't help being a little irritated. No, it's, yeah, I mean, but also it isn't, said Cass. Think about it. All of this time we've been looking for the secret and we've seen so many things. I mean, the homunculus, where did he come from? Senior Hugo's chocolate, where did he make that? There's been, there's been some secret place or dimension or something all along. The other side, said Max Ernest, tried to understand what she was saying. I've got to tell him. I know what I, I know what he means. I was all mad about something that I had no reason to be mad about. She knocked, knocked on the trailer door. Pietro, there was no answer. Pietro, please, I want to apologize. There was still no answer. Cass and Max Ernest looked at each other. Pietro, are you okay? Worried, Cass opened the door and cautiously stepped inside. She took in the room a glance. Pietro was nowhere to be seen. Max Ernest looked in after. Where did he go? Everything in the trailer was just that they'd left, except Pietro's hat, top hat. It was now laying on the middle of the linoleum floor, as though it had been carelessly tossed and forgotten. Max Ernest picked it up and put it on his head. It fit perfectly, and yet he still has... And he still has it to this day. They looked around and there was almost nowhere to hide except under the bed. And there was nothing there but balls of dust. That is really weird. There is no way he could have just come out without, could have come out without us seeing, seeing him. He's a magician, said Max Ernest, peeking behind the, beneath Pietro's old Shaughnessor Baro. I'm sure that there are all kinds of hidden doors and hatches and drawers if they weren't full of scarves, balls, dice, and coins. Pietro is an expert at all of that stuff. You think? Cass wasn't convinced. Max Ernest nodded, waving at Pietro's wands. He probably just snuck the bottom of the trailer and then presto. Then he ran off without, without us seeing him. How about that? Then why don't we don't why don't we see the openings right now? The magic trick never the magician never reveals his trick. His tricks. Why trick us at all? He could have just waited for us to leave. Um Max Ernest <clears throat> did not have a good answer. Look, said Cass, picking up the ring of thoth on the floor. It must have been hidden under the top hat.
As she turned the ring over in her hands, she felt a familiar buzz. What was it about? The touch of the ring that was so powerful. Perhaps on some level, the ring was a gag, as Max Ernest had once suggested, but it also had was something more. It had brought a mummy to life, what might what it might have done for Pietro. I know what you're thinking, said Max Ernest, seeing the expression on his face. You're thinking that... You're thinking... He put the hat on and then the ring on and he just went poof? Yes. Max Ernest shook his head. Remember the last time he disappeared when we first met? They thought we went up in a puff of smoke in his kitchen, but it was a trick. Cass disagreed. This time she thought Pietro truly disappeared. He had gone somewhere. Latro Lotto, the other side. She was confident that if she needed to find her him there, and she was confident if she needed to find him there. But she didn't say anything to Max Ernest. He didn't need to believe if she didn't want him to. The other side was the secret. Her secret. The secret. And she was the secret keeper. Okay, Peyton has officially crashed on us. So we're going to wrap it up here. And it looks like one. Okay, we just have one chapter left. And I'm going to save it for tomorrow because I want her to hear it. And then an epilogue. Cool. See you guys tomorrow.